Hey, writers, join our first draft weekly writers club. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern time. For more information, go to writingclassradio.com and click on the classes tab. I'm Andrea Askowitz. I'm Allison Langer. This is Writing Class Radio. You'll hear true personal stories and learn a little bit about how to write your own stories. Together, we produce this podcast, which is equal parts heart and art. By heart, we mean the truth in a story. And by art, we mean the craft of writing. No matter what's going on in our lives, writing class is where we tell the truth. It's where we work out our shit. There's no place in the world like writing class. And we want to bring you in. Today, we're talking about commitment. We're not talking about relationship commitment exactly, but in the story we bring you, Listener Lucy Frost does write about a relationship of sorts in her humor piece, Sleep Left Me for a Younger Woman. That title makes me jealous. I really, I wish that I had come up with it. (laughs) It's so funny and so true. Okay, let's just, let's, I think that's all we should say about her story. Let's hear it. We'll be back with Lucy Frost after the break. I'm Allison Langer, and every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern Time, I host First Draft. It's a class, kinda, because you'll get a little bit of instruction, but mostly it's a group where you come together with other writers online, write to a prompt and share what you wrote. It's the only way to get better. Come join me. Check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com or go to patreon.com slash writingclassradio to learn more. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. We're back. This is Allison Langer, and you are listening to Writing Class Radio. Here's Lucy Frost with her story, Sleep Left Me for a Younger Woman. We met in high school, enjoying long, lazy afternoons sunbathing. I'd stay out late at weekend keg parties. Sleep would hold me all night to keep the bed from spinning. Then we'd lounge under the covers until mid-afternoon. It was teenage love, and it was beautiful. In college, things got complicated. I was pulling all-nighters during the week, and my weekends were laced with ecstasy. I just didn't have time for him anymore, but he waited. After college, we got back on track. I had my first full-time job, and it was exhausting. He'd lie on the couch with me after work when I couldn't keep my eyes open. When I awoke, we'd transition to the bedroom, and I'd cuddle in sleep's arms. Our relationship was strong and loving until the kids came along three boys, each 13 months apart from the next. We felt like we never had any time for just the two of us. One of the kids was always interrupting, wanting a blankie or yet another sip of water. It was a long decade of wakeful nights. But then, uh, our lovely 40s. The kids knew that if they wanted to watch cartoons in the morning, they'd have to leave us alone all through the night. We enjoyed the quiet, lying in each other's arms, our lives perfectly interwoven. But at 53, right out of fucking nowhere, he up and left me for a younger woman. 
He didn't tell me who she was, but I knew. One day, not too long back, we were lying together on a hammock in our front yard. She walked by, pushing a double stroller, and just stared at us. I could see the jealousy in her eyes. She wanted what we had, and then she just came and took it. One day, I confronted her about it. As she walked by the house with her kids, I yelled at her, How dare you walk by my house like nothing happened, like you didn't steal my sleep and ruin my life. How dare you? She scurried away, obviously ashamed. I tried to move on, but I just couldn't get sleep out of my mind. My friends got concerned and suggested perhaps I should see a doctor. I don't need a fucking doctor. I need that harlot to take her filthy paws off my sleep. I imagined them together. She would have a long day and sleep would stroke her hair and let her lay on his chest. The kids would be unruly and sleep would call her over, tell her it was going to be okay and encourage her to rest. Sleep would surprise her with unexpected gifts like good complexion and fits of energy. I was desperate to get sleep back. I thought perhaps if I could lure him with drugs, some ambient perhaps. But apparently, sleep was not a junkie in for a quick fix. If I couldn't have sleep, I needed at least to gaze upon him, so I snuck over to her house with the 27-foot extension ladder. Oh, sweet sleep. There he was, but it sickened me to see her there with him, her head gently resting on a silk pillow. Every time I saw her in the neighborhood, I was enraged. She walked without a care in the world with a skip in her step. She'd just spent a luxurious night having sleep massage the bags from under her eyes while I was stuck watching some slime ball demand that his girlfriend pay up or put out on a Jerry Springer rerun. It was time to put an end to things. I ordered up some late night mariachis. When she sent them away at 3 a.m., I sent them back at 4, at 5, at 5.06, 5.23. Was it her son's birthday? Happy birthday. Here's a drum set. Oh, and a Vuvuzela. It's not his birthday? Oops, my bad. Here, take my apologies and this puppy. You're pissed, are you? Here's an apology letter full of crickets. You're calling the cops on me? Cool. They'll be glad to find all the pot plants now growing in your backyard. Oh, did I forget to mention those until the cops were already there? So, so sorry, sweetie. Sadly, none of that worked. Day after day, I trudged on without sleep. I was broken. At night, my body wept, soaking through the sheets. During the day, I would be overcome with sadness, would suddenly flush, then burst into tears of sweat. My ankles became puffy and my privates parched. Just when I thought I would be consumed by my eye bags, I heard the news that I had longed for. Sleep's young lover was pregnant with her fourth child. Sleep might stick around for a kid or three, but never for four. I knew he would leave her. Sure enough, just after the newborn came home to her, he came home to me. It was on my 58th birthday that he showed up on the doorstep. He didn't bring candy or flowers, but still I welcomed him back to my bed. It was sleep I craved, not boxes with bows. We fell into the sheets, and he gave me the gift I had yearned for, a long night of fucking sleep. Bouncing off the walls, going up and down, and I just find your heart inside the bust and found him. Pick it back up, don't let me hit the ground. Pick your own away, how does that sound? I know that I could be a handful sometimes. So, oh my God. This story is so 
freaking good. This story gets, it makes me laugh so hard. It's crazy. I've never heard anything like it. Yeah, no, I thought it was super unique and original and I loved it. Yeah, so good. I mean, I, I, okay, let me tell you, I met Lucy Frost because both of us spoke on a panel on um, Clubhouse and we were like talking about humor, the two of us. So then I like researched her and I read, this was the first one I read of her pieces because it's called Sleep Left Me for a Younger Woman. I was just like, oh shit, sleep left me too, you know? <laughs> like, it just felt so, the title, like, and I also, I've been telling people, sleep left me for a younger woman. Like, I just like, how are you? I'm fine, except sleep left me for a younger woman. And then sometimes I tell them that that wasn't my original joke sometimes. But I just think think it's so, so true and classic. Not classic, but it's just so true and funny. Yeah. I mean, especially because of her age, you know, like we all get it. Those of us going through menopause and how you're sleeping along and then somebody snatches him and then they come back to you eight years later. Oh my God. So that was so, it was so triumphant. Yeah, it was at 53, he up and left me. Right, didn't come back until 58. I'm 53 Ugh. right now. So am I. I'm, I'm a little annoyed, but I got to say, a little THC and some CBD, <laughs> sleep comes right back. She tried to um, seduce sleep back with some drugs. Well, she didn't use the right no, one. She didn't. You're right. <laughs> God. Um, so I want to talk about um, the way Lucy Frost committed So this story is a full-on commitment to sleep as her lover. She never wavers. She just, she becomes the scorned woman. And then this time when I heard it, I thought, oh, fucking hell. She is so, she's gone crazy. Like when she's sending all the gifts. Oh, the harlot. (laughs) So she's like, "I I want that harlot to take her filthy paws off my sleep. And then she just like ramps it up, ramps it up. And she's like sending drum sets and um, pot plants and getting her in trouble. It killed me. And you mentioned that you guys had a conversation afterwards. You guys were working on a piece together that you ended up getting published. So tell us more about that. So I loved Lucy Frost so much. And I have been like trying, toying with the idea of, thanks for bringing it back to me, but I've been toying with the the idea of writing satire. I just think satire is so clever and cool, but I never really, I've tried a few stories, but I've never gotten any of them published. And so I'm like, hi, new friend who's great at satire. Here, I have a story. So she helped me get a story published in The Haven. And my story is called... I offer you love, light, and blatherskite during this trying time. And it was so much fun working with Lucy because she was just like, she made me laugh over and over again. And I was just like, oh my God. She's a super funny, great editor and great satire writer. She actually told me, you cannot get too, you can't go too far with satire. Like you can't get too stupid. There's this no getting too stupid. And, um, and I think she actually proved that with, um, with the drum set and um, the cops. She calls the cops, oh, by the way, sorry, forgot to tell them about your pot plants. I mean, that was just so funny. What's interesting is there isn't like a ton of grounding. We really don't know too, too much. And I really didn't care because it was just so funny because she really was just talking about this one thing, sleep. 
you know, and she just stuck to that. So it is interesting because we're always like, well, ground, 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 ground the reader, the whole thing. And in this particular situation, it didn't bother me that I didn't know all that. Well, there are different rules to satire that I'm sort of learning and she's helping me learn. Like one of them is that you take a concept, one, one concept, you have to know your concept and then you just push it as far as you can. So she takes this concept that sleep left her and she just pushed it. That's what you have to do when you're writing this kind of story. So it's not a, a full essay in the same way. It's one idea. Did you read any more of her essays? Like, were they all this yeah, funny? Yeah, they're great. And she's been published at a lot of really cool places, like Robot Butt and Lady Pieces. Okay, so I wanted to say that she, let's go through her piece. Like, she starts with her love affair with sleep in high school. It gets complicated in college because she, um, her weekends are laced with ecstasy, but he waited. So excellent. Like, you know, when you're in college and like you're not sleeping at all. Um, then she, all she wants is to like cuddle in sleep's arms. It's like sleep is, sleep is her guy. Um, then she has these kids. The kids are watching cartoons so that, that <laughs> they'll leave her alone. Like how, how do we just totally know that? Actually, I'm taking back my grounding because she really did set it up and then she's got three boys and she sets it up. So I, I think maybe the traditional of like who, what, where, when, she does get to the who and when, right? And so maybe that's that's just enough here because she does say the boys are 13 months apart. At that point, you get it. Like, oh yeah, you're fucked. Okay, so she does ground it. She grounds us in, first she grounds us in high school, then she takes us... We know it's a woman who is craving sleep. Then she shows us that she has three kids. Then she shows us she turns 53 and he up and leaves her. Yeah. And then she starts, because she's sleep deprived, <laughs> going ape shit, pissed off over the woman next door who stole her lover. Yeah, it was great. Oh man. She, uh, like, this is so funny. Like, she gazes over, she gets a 27-foot extension ladder. Like, that's the kind of detail. Oh, this is another thing that, that Lucy Frost taught me when we were working on my story together. The details have to be so specific. Like a vuvuzela? Right. I love my bad. Yeah. Here, take my apologies. And the puppy. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then she's, like, up in the middle of the night watching Jerry Springer reruns. Just very specific details that tell us a lot about her and just push the funny. Love it. Oh, and then her body gets, wakes up soaking. So freaking true. Yeah. Welcome to menopause. And then she knows sleep's not going to sit through four kids. Sleep comes back. I just loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, it was good. Thank you, Lucy Frost, for sharing your story. Lucy is a humor and satire writer living in Central Texas. She recently retired from a lifetime as a human resources employment lawyer. Lawyers are so funny. Are they? <laughs> yeah. This story was originally published in Slackjaw. Her work has also been published in Next Tribe, Little Old Lady Comedy, The Haven, Lady Pieces, Points in Case, the Belladonna, and Robot Butt. You can find her on all social media platforms at Lucy H. Frost. 
This episode of Writing Class Radio is produced by Virginia Laura, Allison Langer, and me, Andrea Askowitz. Theme music by Justina Chandler. Additional music by Justina Chandler, Amadians, TJ North, and Pottington Bear. There's more writing class on our website, writingclassradio.com, including video classes, stories to study, and editing resources. If you love the lessons you get on each episode, you can get all of them in one place on our three-part video series. It's just 50 bucks. Click video classes on our website. If you want to be a part of the movement that helps people better understand each other through storytelling, follow us on Patreon. For $10 a month, I will answer all your publishing questions. I'll help you figure out your pitch letter and where to send your stories. And for $25 a month, you can join Allison's first draft, which meets weekly from noon to one Eastern. This is the coolest writing group in the world. You write to a prompt and then you workshop. Go to patreon.com slash writing class radio. And you can also link to it from our website. A new episode will drop every other Wednesday. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Come on a journey like no other where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.